0: Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. You got to have a smooth sack this time of year. It's summertime. You got to get that sack tight. Get that thing looking damn like a little walnut, baby. You know what I'm saying? Still in the shell. You know what I'm talking about, nut sack. When you're playing in the summer sun, make sure you're scaped from pubes to bum. That's right. This is a summer to keep your balls cool while still looking hot with Manscaped, the leader and below the belt grooming dive head first into the smooth sack summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with our code theo get 20% off and free shipping with the code theo at manscaped.com that's 20% off and free shipping with the code theo at manscaped.com smooth sack hello hello happy july happy july to you i want to thank you i'm happy to be here with you i'm happy to be just you know sitting here anecdoting with you and and just being in your ears just get you know creeping my way into your brain i'm happy i'm happy that you're here happy july to you um i just got out of an ice plunge i've been doing a lot of uh ice bathing you know i got an ice bath and This company called Blue Cube, they make them, and I get in there. And I need it right now. You know, I feel real fortunate to have it because I need it. Because something is happening right now, and I'm talking about the heat, baby. The heat? It is, I mean, it is, you go outside, you say, dang. It's just like a bunch of damn lights just fucking you. It's hot. It's damn hot. You see people, you know, people, you know, you see a kid running through the playground. His hair gets just burnt off his head. Damn, damn bald children running around. Oh, just a bunch of hot-headed little kids, just, just steam coming off their head, tickling each other and doing swing setting. You see it. You see somebody lose a damn eye, a strong piece of sun hit them, and they lose an eyebrow. Somebody, Mr. Ronnie, showing up to work, half a mustache. They got some strong rays out there. And I'm not talking about Sugar Ray Leonard or Sugar Ray the band who was all right. They were all right. I'm talking about Ray, baby. The Lord's damn long arm, son. Mother Nature got that hot nut up there just busting. Damn, I mean it's hot. I got in my truck yesterday. I couldn't even touch the, I couldn't touch anything. I got out. I said, shit, I'm just gonna go. I'll do a damn uh, I'll just call them. I'll do I can't I can't do I can't touch the wheel, can't the seat. And God forbid you still have those metal plug ins for your um uh seat thing. That you're you, you're you, you you you're out of work now. You can't get to work. It is. I mean, it is hot. There's heat everywhere. There's just. I mean, the sun. It's just fucking looking for people. Irish people are dying. They're dying. Name 40 Irish people right now. I bet you can't. And that's the S-U-N, baby. That's that other bitch, baby. That big dog in the sky. That big orange ginger MF or son. You know what I'm talking about. Sun. Sunshine. And that bitch is beating people. That bitch is beating people. It's, dang, it's hot. You know, you see a, a, a cat run through a puddle and burn his damn, burn the hair off his legs. You see it. you know, you see a bird take two sips out of a bird bath and fucking just fall over. Just damn death soup he ate. We can't handle it. And I, you know, I just, I I, I don't know how to stop it. You know, you can do prayer, you can do umbrellas. But damn, you know, you almost got to write a damn hymn on the outside of an umbrella to even get a little respite from the heat. The shit's cooking you, son. Fuck. I walk to, I feel like a damn TV dinner halfway through the yard. I'm going to the mailbox. I'm like, fuck. I feel like a damn Salisbury steak. Damn, I can't handle it. And then I start hearing, oh, you a little bitch. Some of the sun will say that. What? Yeah, this shit is, this, this heat is for real. This shit's from fucking Detroit, son. It's a different time. Flowers have given up. I haven't seen a flower since May. Them bitches is gone. They're potpourri now. You see, if you know, you had a rose bush. That bitch is potpourri now. It's all. It's steamed out. Your garden, it's steamed vegetables. You didn't even want them steamed. Them bitches is steamed, son. You better eat now. It's a wrap. And I don't know. People say that it's, um, you know, global warming. People say that it's um, the end of times. And, you know, it's tough to know exactly what Mother Nature has planned. Because we started with the Ice Age. That's when Mother Nature, they had so much meat running around in in the world. Mother Nature said, damn, I'm going to save some. Hit it with that ice, baby, that big freezer box. Damn, bam. I mean, hell, you go up with a good pickaxe and a George Foreman grill and a knife and fork up through the Antarctica, you're going to be living thick, baby. You're going to be eating well. Because that's, that, that, that's a damn ice box up there. But it's hot and it's warm in the world, and I hope you're keeping cool, finding a way. Somebody yesterday mentioned the gas prices too me. I said, gas? It's fucking, it's hot as fuck. The last thing anybody needs is gas. I don't care how, I don't care if that shit is 40 cents a gallon, bitch. I don't want no gasoline. Dude, you try to fill your car up, you fucking damn. That's a carbecue, son. You fucking gonna get roasted, you idiot. I'll just call in. I do work over the phone. That's it. People want gasoline, but you out of your mind. This ain't no time for that. We don't need that. We don't need that, man. It's a a wild time, man. It's a wild time going on out in the world. I even saw in the news, this is in the news, if you believe in news, and that's okay if you do not, that bees Bees, bumblebees, baby God's little hit men are ejaculating themselves to death in heat waves. Bees across Europe may die from the severe heat plaguing the continent this week, ejaculating explosively as they do. A doctor said, we don't know exactly why, but drones ejaculate. When they get too stressed, ejaculation kills them because it basically eviscerates their abdomen. They bust big, son. A bee, that thing, black and yellow, black and yellow, that thing. That's that little winged skeet demon. That thing, a bee, son, that, that thing. Whew. This happens during natural mating, too. Drone honeybees always die after mating. That That's a tough time right there. When bees are ejaculating and dying because of the heat. Too much heat and they, you know, and the bee, they bust out and just eviscerate into the universe. They can't handle it. When animals' nuts is busting because of the heat, when the heat just got these little insects just, just sun coming. That's something, baby. That's that, that's the dark arts, baby. That's not good. That's when the devil's at the door. Knock, knock, baby. Who's there? Bees, baby. Bees who? Bees nuts, son. Bees are fucking blowing up. That's how hot it is. The animals are fucking just, bam, I'm out. You got to take care of yourself. And you got to take care of your cousin. Put a cold rag on your cousin's neck. Put an ice cube in the baby's ass, son. We got to take care of each other. It's a new time out there. And the sun is fucking people. People getting damaged. Just heat AIDS on their face. You see somebody got heat AIDS on their neck. Because the sun just just done, done, done just damn got them. Just, just, you know, bees are flying by and just damn, just skeeting out, blowing up. It's time to take care of ourselves and it's time to take care of each other. I believe we can do it. Now let's get into the episode, baby. Welcome to This Past Weekend.
1: I'm on a come up, yeah. Feels, Feels good. real good. After I've been so blue.
0: And I like the young man that makes that music there. And that is Eddie Nine Volt. The Come Up. And I like them. I like that music. I like the sounds that come out of them. I like the, it makes me feel excited. It makes me feel hopeful. It makes me feel like I'm back. I'm feeling good. I just got out that cold plunge. I've been doing a lot of things like that recently. I got a trainer that I've been using. I feel fortunate enough to be able to afford that, and I got a trainer that I've been using, and um, and it, uh, man, it's been it has been helping me to a level I can't even explain. Um, I went six days this week. Um, and I feel, I mean, I just feel, you know, I feel more outside of myself. I don't feel as as inside of myself, you know, and I don't feel as in my head because now I'm using my body. I've got a lot of my blood and a lot of my energy, which was just whirling around in my head, which is not a safe place to be. Now it's kind of dispersed out, and I feel a little more even. You know, I think a long time ago, as as human beings, we had, we had to use our senses, and we had to use them in the world. You know, you had to be like, oh, there's a, you know, if you walked out there into the woods, there's a lion possibly. And you might hear a damn little warbler in the distance, and he might be giving you a clue, oh, there's a lion and you'd have to be careful because maybe there would be um uh, poison ivy or poison sumac or some po- you know something but you'd have to be aware of your surroundings yeah you know all your feelings were outside of you you had to look at the sky what is the weather what is the air feel like what are, what's going on here so all of our feelings used to be outside of us. You had to be aware, you had to survive. And then humanity, we got our society especially in America. We got into more like everybody's everybody's comfortable enough. We all have a bed, we all have a roof. You know, it's, it's safe enough. We don't, you know, we don't, all of our senses, we haven't used them like that in a long time. So now my senses, I feel like a lot of times they go, they've started to go inward. Because there's that alertness that, that, uh, it's not, it's not necessary in the outside. So now they've all gone inward. But they're still hunting the lion. They're still looking for something that's uncomfortable or dangerous or alarming. And so that's where I feel like a lot of our mental health is now. It's like the senses that we used to use in to survive, we don't need them outside of us anymore. So now those sensors, they're lurking around inside of me looking for, looking for lions. But there is no lions in me. Unless I'm some kind of damn centaur or something, there is no lions in me. Or unless I've eaten a couple cuts of lion. So it just, it finds this, you know, anything that's a little spooky, it finds like things from my past or fears. Um... It finds uh, tr- it finds some trouble, but it makes it feel like it's a lion, you know. I don't know if that makes any sense, but to me, part of it does. It's like all those senses we used to use and need to survive because we're wandering around in a world in the open having to go in the caves and see if it was safe to sleep you know having to you know know when the sun's coming up so we could navigate the next day we had to just be uh, our, our a lot of our alertness was outside of our body because it needed to be but i've been feeling uh i've been feeling a little better you know and i've just been yeah, just trying to focus on taking care of myself. Uh, yeah, just, um, you know, going to more meetings, spending time with friends, um, doing some things that I don't want to do, some time to get out of my comfort zone. Um, even the ice plunge, the ice bath. That's I don't want to get in that, bitch. You know what I'm saying? That thing, it's, it's uncomfortable. But I need, you know, I... I I don't know. I'm finding, I don't know. I'm just, it's working. So I'm just sticking with what's working right now for me. Um, What else is happening? What else has been going on? I went to uh, Jimmy John, had his summer camp, the sandwich man, the sandwich mogul. You know, he's a friend of mine and he's he's been a guest here on this past weekend. And he had his summer camp, so I went out there and got to do some fishing uh, with Emeril. Emeril was out there, the chef, the famous chef. And, um, you know, he likes to fish, and, and I like to fish. So we got out there, a couple of Louisiana guys, and that was beautiful. Just to get to be on a, you know, fishing boat and ask him about desserts. That's what I did mostly. You know, I just—I mean, I just kept whispering little desserts by him, tiramisu. You know, Um, and I would just say stuff, you know, just like uh, potatoes au gratin. You know, I'll just kind of mumble little recipes under my breath and stuff, and see if—and you'd see him sometimes. You know, you'd see him. He could pick up, or you know, he could—he could. If you throw out a low decibel recipe around that man, he'll hear it. That's just where he's at. Uh, but that was really beautiful, man. That was exciting, just fun. Caught some um, bass, and I think caught me a little amberjack. And uh, what else? Hmm. I'm trying to think of what else has been going on. Uh, not too much. You know, I'm taking a break, a little break off of dating, so I haven't been doing any dating. Try not to touch my junk, bro trying to stay off that freaking skeet handle um yeah that's really about it i don't know if anything else oh i went to dinner over at kid rock's house uh that was amazing we had a nice time over there and he's got a spinning table in his living in his dining room and it's like it spins around so if you you know You can get, you know, you get up to go pee and you come back and you're damn, you don't know where you are. You know, it's almost like double dutch. You're just waiting for the chance to get back into your seat, to get back to your damn appetizer. That bitch is eight, nine feet away now. You know, you half a Caesar salad, that bitch is damn 40 degrees away now. Because the whole table, it all, the whole thing spins so you can all, you can just continually pass by this beautiful uh, outlook. Over the mountains and stuff, and it's it's nice, man. It was really, really, it was, it's just beautiful. And they had scenic. Um, the food was nice, and um, yeah, it was just good, man. You know, it was just interesting. I never spent on something like that, where the table, you know, it kind of it's you know, it's trying to get you dizzy, almost like it's trying to fuck you. You know if you know if it's you know I don't know if it's trying to do that, but if you got dizzy enough and laid there, I bet it would. I bet it would fucking touch your ass a little. I bet. I don't know. I wasn't over there that long. Um. But yeah, just had a nice time then. I and I got up to Jimmy John's summer camp up in Wisconsin, and his family's all there, and that was beautiful. Um. Caleb Presley was up there. He's been a guest here. Uh, So it was nice to get to see him and spend some time. Um, And, yeah, just fished and ate and had some nice dreams at night and just staying alive. That's it. Just staying alive at the moment. Uh, I'm trying to think of something else I wanted to share. Um, Oh, I got my hair, I had a hair surgery a few weeks ago, so I got a few more taken out the back and plugged into the front somewhere, so, uh, because I was shedding, I was shedding a little, I had some hair loss, so that's nice, you know, how I had to re-enlist them bitches in the front, you know, we had to support our troops, baby, so I'm glad to have a little bit extra, you know, we'll see. Hopefully they put in something damn fucking beautiful up there. Hopefully I get a damn cornrow up there or something. Something beautiful to pop out. You know, I take care of my mind and my brain by going to therapy and by being uh, active. Those are ways that I do, and my therapist helps, you know. I see a woman right now that's a therapist and a man, actually. I got two therapists right now. And, um, you have to, you got to take care of that brain. You got to let it get things in and get things out with the help of someone else. It's like your car, you know, you got to clean under the seats, you know, you got to get that gunk out, throw out that, throw out that old banana. And there are plenty ways to support a healthy brain. And one of those is better help online therapy, better help has helped me. Uh, it's a way to ha- have contact with a counselor, uh, licensed professional, therapist. Um, you can switch between different ones uh, to get one that you like. You can do it over FaceTime. You can do it on your phone. Um, if you feel uncomfortable about going into a building uh, or going into a place, if you live in a small area and you think there might be judgment um, it's online therapy. That's what it is. It's more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. If you need help, please do it do it for yourself. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com T-H-E-O. That's better Theo. You know, it's, uh, it's tough in life to, to find time. That becomes really the biggest uh, currency It's time. It, it's tough to it's tough to create more of it. But there is a way if you run a business to do that. It's by making your shipping more effective. That's right. Ship station automates time intensive shipping processes so you can get back to focusing on bigger things like developing new products honing your marketing strategy, or interacting with customers. No wonder ShipStation is already trusted by over 100,000 sellers. It works with all your storefronts, Amazon, eBay, Etsy, and more. Also, you can easily compare carriers, rates, and delivery times, so it's easy to choose the best option for every shipping scenario. Sign up today using promo code THEO for a free 60-day trial today at ShipStation.com and start saving time with every shipment. That's two whole months of shipping made quick and painless, and it's free to try. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in T-H-E-O. ShipStation. Make ship happen. And I want to thank, uh, who you know, uh, the last touring we did a tour through florida and some fella made me a real nice amulet from a wrist it's a real nice little amulet and then someone a, a, a lady um knitted me uh a rat king and a, a, a doll a crocheted doll of me and a rat And um, if you're watching on YouTube, we'll have the picture in here right now so you can see it. But man, it just, you know, I just felt so lucky. I just, just the, just the support. I just appreciate it. And we put on some fire shows too. Fire. So, so that's kind of what's been going on with me. You know, um, we took a week off of the show a few weeks ago, going to take another one off, um, uh, in the future. So just getting, uh, you know, just feeling, taking it easy, taking care of myself, doing the fitness, doing the cold plunging, um, on my medicine, you know, I'm saying I'm milligrammed up, uh, I'm back on medication. So that's uh, I think it's okay. You know, I'm not trying to be too crazy about it right now. I went down that ayahuasca road and got out there and really was just, you know, just surfing on my own dick out there, you know, and sometimes, uh, it was definitely helpful and amazing. Um, but I'm, I feel like I'm happy w- with, uh, what's going on right now. So, Um, I'm on, I think I'm on Lexapro, I don't know, or the cheap one. You know, that's where I'm at. I take that cheap bitch, son. The name you can't even pronounce, you're like, ah, fuck it, I'll take it. I'll take that bitch, boy. So, uh, that's what's kind of new in my life. Not doing no love right now, not doing no sex. Um, and Yeah. Just trying not to uh, touch my wiener or nothing and just hoping I bust at night. That's what I'd like. Like one of them bees, baby, just buzz, baby, you know. Just hoping I just lay there and just, you know, just hoping God touches me in my sleep. Praise God, baby. Uh, We got some beautiful calls and videos and everything that came in from you guys. Um, I want to get into some of that because I haven't heard from you in a while. I know we had a few guest episodes in a row, uh, but I was so excited to talk to Mike Perry, and uh, I was excited that Riff Raff came through, and so we had to get those into you, and I'm glad that we did. As always, the hotline is 985-664-9503. Some great calls that came in from you, so I want to hear some of those now. Hi Theo, this is Alyssa in New Orleans. I first want to say thank you, Alyssa. Thank you for the call in New Orleans, baby Nolan, baby Nollins, and um and yeah, I love New Orleans. You know, I love spending time there as a child, and my dad got stabbed over there by, by a brother one time with a sc- screwdriver, but um, but we had you know. We had a lot of nice times also, and also um, my um, my dad had a buddy, and he had uh, one of his limbs. He had a limited limb. One of his limbs wasn't very long. His leg, one of his leg, just didn't want to, you know, was just didn't want to fucking do it all. And it was shorter than his other leg, and he used to stand on this piece of concrete all the time. He wouldn't leave it. Because he looked even on it. And he looked real even on it. And he'd stay over there and stand on that thing. You know? And uh, that was beautiful. Pretty beautiful to see that. See a man just be in one place all the time. Just evened out because he had that chunk of concrete under one of his limbs over there. Beautiful shit. Onward. Sorry, I'm, I'm chatting. What else you got there, Alyssa? Thank you so much
2: for all the work you do. And I really appreciate how transparent you are and how artistic you are.
0: Oh, that's sweet of you, uh, miss. I appreciate it. Onward.
2: So, really quick question. I just want to get your opinion about uh, tall women.
0: Mm, Mmm. Mmm. That's what I'm saying out the gate.
2: Mmm. Yum. Onward. I myself am 5'10", and my partner is 5'10", 5'11". It doesn't bother me. I mean, I used to have, like, an issue growing up, just, like, with my own posture and things like that I mean I'm definitely more confident now but, uh you know I'm, i take care of my body I stand tall what have you but I don't know I just wanted to get your opinion like
0: uh, look I'll tell you right now I like a tall woman you know I like a you know a little portable woman too but a tall woman well I guess it's I guess it's it's some men are feel afraid of it You know, some men, I think they want it. They consider and be some men will marry tall women because they also want to marry a man. They consider him gay. And and if you if I'm but but they're afraid to either be gay or they are not gay. And so they just get a tall woman. It's hey, you know, they say, you know, maybe I would love to have a man, but I'm not doing it. So I'm just going to get a tall woman, you know, and cut her hair short. And put her in jerseys and stuff. You'll see a lot of times you'll have a dude out there that seems kind of like, you know, like he could, you know, be for men. And he'll have his wife there and have her in a damn Dennis Rodman jersey and with a damn fade on the side. And you're like, damn, he really carved her up. You know, he really carved her up. So, uh, what are you asking about? Oh, I like a tall. I like a tall bird. You know, I like that lady, hell yeah, that long, that long lady. I like that, run and jump up into that bitch's arms, you know what I'm saying? I like a tall, I like a nine feet tall, get that bitch way up there. I can't even see her. You know, I'm just, just, just puss level with her, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, that's why, you know, that'd be fine. I like a long, you know, hang a damn bird feeder off her ear. I like get her two earrings, damn bird feeders. That bitch up there babysitting warblers. And I'm down here hanging out by them pockets, baby. You know what I'm talking about. Puss. So I think that, yeah, I like a long woman, too. Because sometimes, uh, also, if you if you go somewhere and you all meet, need to meet up in a group, like at a concert or something, y'all all can meet up. Meet up at the tall lady. Let's meet up at Belinda at 7 p.m. Meet up at Tiffany. I like that. So, yeah, I like a long woman. I like a long leg Sometime, You know, they had a lady had one leg that came out to one of the shows, I think in Texas, and she brought that bitch out and let me hold it. Fucking awesome, man. Almost damn teared up. You know, every time I get a hold of a damn good orthotic, I fucking, I can feel the wells start filling up inside of me. God. Because we had a place by us, probably on the other side of these little woods, they had a little place they made orthotics over there. Extra limbs. And sometimes they wouldn't, you know, they didn't had some faulty ones or people had used them. They had some refurbished and they couldn't get the knee right or whatever. Or the fucking ankle only, you know, they had one of them had an outward ankle or something on it, and they just toss them bitches. So as children, we go get it. We go pick, you know, scavenge over there sometime. Roll out of there with a couple of damn, you know, cruise out of there with an arm, cruise out of there with a couple feet, you know, half a little sack of phalanges, bro. We, you know, just fun shit. Halloween, you know, especially around Halloween, we try to get over there see if we get anything. And sometimes you get you a good rubber leg that somebody had had. I remember one fella just kept a, I guess he'd taken a pen and just kept writing his name into this rubber le- kind of rubber leg, you know, just Ernie, Ernie, Ernie. He written the dude. I guess unless he was writing somebody else's name, but he, you know, pretty cool. Anyway, but yeah, I like a tall women. You guys are doing good, and I like seeing y'all out in the world. You know, and we need all types of women. So I'm glad you're out there, Alyssa. Thank you for the call. We got another question came in right here. This is uh, a caller. Uh, Onward.
2: What's up, brother man? This is John calling from Illinois.
0: What's up, John? Up there in Illinois. And I like Illinois, you know. Used to pee in a guy's car up there. And he was nice about it. And I'm grateful for that, man. I love that place. And my mother grew up out there in Wyoming, Illinois. And she used to really, you know, she used to enjoy her childhood up there. And the state has a big place in my heart. Onward.
2: Uh, I had a uh, question for you, dude. Uh, For one, I'm taking a dookie right now. I apologize for that.
0: Dang, Bubba. But at least you're uh, efficiency. You know? You're doing efficiency, brother. And I don't like it. But I respect it.
2: But, uh, so my dad had just recently passed. And he was an amputee and had a fake leg.
0: Bruh!
2: I want to save that leg. Take it to ball games and everything else and shove beers out of it. You think that's a good idea or what?
0: Look, I appreciate you calling, man. And um, this is crazy. We're just talking about this. And so, you know, I have a little bit of experience with extra limb. And I'm going to say this, man. First of all, yeah, you got to do something with it. You know, put it to use, man. That thing, that damn, that tibia or whatever, that bitch got magic in it. You know, it's the last piece of your father you have. You know, maybe hanging in the garage and, you know, like some people hang a tennis ball so they know when to stop the car. Hang that bitch right there. Every time, you you know, the windshield of your Dodge Neon or whatever hits that thing, you're going to remember pops. And you're going to stop the car. Stop for pops. It could be a little Moniker. You know, every time, stop for pop, bam, hit that leg. That's beautiful, bruh. Or put that bitch in it, get some damn, light some candles around that bitch and ask it questions. That bitch has got powers in it, bro. You out here chugging beers out of it like a fucking homeless kid, dude. Are you out of your mind? That's a piece of your damn father. And you're doing business calls and shitting. Come on, bruh. I mean, is it, you know, your dad lost his fucking leg, so you could sit around and do shit calls? I don't think so, baby. I don't think so. You know what that makes me want to do? That makes me want to vape on this fucking plant. That's what you get, boy. Take care, it's the last piece of your father. You know how much I'd get? I'd love to have a piece of my dad. I'd love to have a damn earlobe of my father's or something. You know, when you out here with a whole damn limb, bruh, and you fucking sipping damn uh, blue moons out that bitch or whatever. Get your life together, bruh. Get off the shitter and get out in the yard and fucking hit dingers with that bitch. You know? Drive down the street at night and hit people's mailboxes. Give your dad a fucking life, bro. A fake leg never dies, man. That and a fake leg never dies, bro. That's is is it's halfway between ghosts and human, man. And you got that bitch. You know, sneak that bitch into the Olympics, dude. Get a job running the torch and then surprise him. Light that bitch at the top and run that. You know, run it to wherever. Damn Iowa, you know, Cedar Rapids. Run that bitch over there. Throw, you know, have let the kids have a sleepover and just hum that bitch into the tent in the middle of the night. Fuck them up, bro. But do something, man. Do something special. But live a little, man. That's what I tell you to be real honest with you. I'm sorry for getting angry at you. But somebody has to tell you something, man. Maybe that's why he left that, bro. So you could get a kick in the ass and get some motivation going. Gang, baby. Let's get into another call. What else we got here? Hey, this is Hunter from Kentucky. I... Hunter from Kentucky. That checks out. Onward.
2: Called earlier and left a message. Uh, I got kind of nervous, so I kind of cut it short. Uh,
0: well, I appreciate you calling back, man. Yeah, I know it's kind of it can be kind of hard to just leave a message if it's something that means something to you, or even if it doesn't. I know it's a lot for you guys to just put your voice in there, and so I appreciate it, and it's okay if you have to call back. Uh, thank you. Onward?
2: Um, I just got a question. Um, I struggle with a lot of anger and stuff like that, and uh, I kind of take it out on my wife and stuff so sometimes. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm young and stuff like that, only 20 years old, and, um, I wonder if you got any advice, um, about, uh, controlling anger or, um, maybe like controlling myself a little bit more to make my days go better. And stuff like that, I get mad and well, I gotta go to work and stuff. Like that. I, man, I just, it bothers me. I don't know why, but now I love you. I love the podcast. It's awesome, man.
0: Gang, baby. Thank you for the call, bub. Uh, I'm sorry that you're dealing with this and I, I appreciate you calling about it. Um, you know, it's nice that you care enough. You know, you care enough about your wife. You're able to get a little a, a little uh, oversight of yourself. You know, you're able to see, okay, this anger isn't helping me. Um, you know, I was dealing with a lot of anger a few years ago, uh, even eight months ago. Um... I just wanted everything to be a certain way, you know, and I couldn't control everything. And um, and so that left me angry. I was like, this needs to be like this. I, I couldn't control everything, and that left me real, real angry. Uh, I was having a tough time. Um, and some things that I've done for me is I've started a little, a little bit of meditation, you know, just 10 minutes, put my timer on, you can look up some youtube videos how to meditate and uh that helps give me a little more space before i'm going to get angry it gives me a little more space between me and the world because the world is going to make me angry and if i'm right on if i'm right on top of the world then whenever something happens i'm right there but meditation starts to give you a little bit of space between the world and you it just gives you a little bit of space um i find that that helps i find that asking god to to help you know god i'm i find myself being really angry you know and and it affects me and it it affects my loved ones um and i don't like it you know, and God, can you help me uh, to figure out what's going on? Um, and if you believe in God or not, it can be the universe, it can be a higher power. Um, but putting it out there like that, it kind of makes you feel not so alone about it, and you'll start to get some some feedback from the world, from God, from whatever you believe. You'll start to get some feedback from it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what what was really, you know, and this would be a good one if people have some suggestions for Hunter about how to handle this anger. And I guess I can't really tell if it's about your wife or you're just saying that it comes out towards her. Um. But one thing I've also noticed for myself is even going back to just doing fitness and stuff that's been helping me a lot. You know, it's been helping me get out of myself. Just it just gets a lot of energy out of me. Um and it makes me feel more in control. A lot of times I feel anger when I'm not in I, I I'm not in control in, in in some way. And so anger just comes out. Um Let me try and think about it for just a second. You know, I didn't like being angry, man. I'd find myself, I could, I was literally watching myself behave ways that I didn't want to be. And a lot of it was because for me it was control i wanted things to be a certain way they weren't that way certain things and i couldn't control it all um and so for me i started to have to get a higher power i had to get a higher power that helps me it's not it's out of my control oh and thank god it is cuz i can't control everything and i was trying to and now it's i hey, God, that's your job. You do it. You're doing it anyway. I'm just pretending I am, and it's causing me a lot of frustration. Uh, So those are some things that help me, but I'd love some suggestions actually for Hunter, and we can put those at the end of um, an upcoming solo episode. Uh, Just hit the hotline, 985-664-9503. But thank you, man. I'm going to play that part again where you talked about what was going on so people can um, know how to respond?
2: I struggle with a lot of anger and stuff like that. And uh, I kind of take it out on my wife. And so sometimes, I mean, I'm, I'm young and stuff like that, only 20 years old. And um, I wonder if you got any advice um, about uh, controlling anger, controlling myself a little bit more to make my days go better and stuff like that. I get mad and i well, I gotta go to work and stuff like that. It mean, I bothers me. I don't know why.
0: Gang, baby. Um, oh, another thing that I do, I started doing is when I get up in the morning, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of lucky, I I think, cause I have some time right now to do this. So, but I'll do a small prayer. I'll do a meditation. Um, and then one of the first things I do is I'll check in with other people. I start checking in with other people. Um, you know, I'll call different friends. I'll just check in. What's going on with you? What's going on with you? Uh, so then I'm not thinking about myself. I'm thinking about them. And um, and that takes some pressure off of me, I notice. Um, there's also, you know, you could do a 12-step program. There's like, you may have anger and resentments uh, in your life that you don't really know about. You know, there's all types of... Um, there's Al-Anon, there's uh, Coda, there's um, uh, ACOA, Adult Children of Alcoholics. Um, I'm not saying that you any of that is part of your life. I'm just trying to think of. You could even just go do one of those programs, and it would help you solve some of these things. You know, if you did a 12-step program, there may even be one for anger specifically, and you can go to Zoom and you listen to other people talk. And one of them is going to say something that's really going to help you. Um, but, uh, you know, having gratitude, writing gratitude lists. You know, it's hard to be angry and grateful at the same time. Um, oh, and I just, I got this grateful shirt on today. This is from uh, our boy Dustin uh, Poirier from his shirt. You can, he has these shirts and... um Anyway, man, I'm sorry you're dealing with that, but I'm I'm glad you're at a young age, bro. If you're looking at yourself to see what's going on with you, and it's awesome that you care about your wife and, uh, you know, you want to figure some of this out and you recognize that it's hurting you, that it's hurting your world, you know, that's powerful, man. Um, So right there, that's really, you know, you should feel good about yourself for that. I think that's really special. Uh, You know, I was angry for a long time. I had a lot of anger and resentment, um, towards my past and family and stuff like that. And, uh, and I'm still working through that stuff and, uh, I'm hopeful about it. So, uh, but we'll try to get some suggestions from people and throw those on at the end of the next episode. Uh, but keep your head up, baby gang, man. I wore mine today. I wore them today to stop that dirty sun. From getting it, my face balls, my eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, Gooder has some amazing sunglasses at just $25 a pair. They're clean, durable, 100% polarized. They look nice. They look fancier than the price. They have uh, names like a ginger's soul and going to Valhalla. Head to G-O-O-D-R dot com slash T-H-E-O. Use the code Theo for 15% off. That's G-O-O-D-R dot com slash T-H-E-O and use code Theo for 15% off. Protect your eyes and see the future. You know, I I wear my gooders because they're stylish. They look kind of, um, they make me feel hip. But also, I lose sunglasses all the time. And if I lose them at this price point, I'm going to be upset. But it's not going to hit me that hard as if you lose one of them fancy, fancy pairs. They're fun. They're fashionable. They're functional. 30-day free returns. Gooder is giving 15% off your entire order. dot com slash Theo, when you use code Theo at checkout, you get 15% off. I know a lot of you uh, do stuff on the web, and you wonder if people can see it. Will they be able to track this? How safe is this? People were like, you should use incognito mode. Well, that's fine, but incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't w- matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited, even when you're at home. That's why I never go online without using Express VPN. It's an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. You want protection? This is it. Express VPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV, so there's no excuse for you to not be using it. That's right. You're not safe unless you're using Express VPN. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by Business Insider. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com Theo, and you can get an extra three months free. On a one-year package, that's expressvpn.com slash T-H-E-O-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash Theo to learn more. All right, let's see. uh, Oh, we got a call that came in right here. Um, This is uh, an update from someone. Uh,
2: Hey, Theo, this is Jordan. uh, Calling in from Mandeville, Louisiana.
0: What's up, Jordan? Over there in Mandeville, baby. And my God, I spent a lot of good time over there. And I remember the night that the Taco Bell opened up, and people were damn fired up. People were fucking beating their stepchildren, and Drinking Dr. Pepper and just fucking, you know, and just, God, people were excited, and, um, me and my buddies got all high, you know, we was high on something, you know, probably whippets and, uh, weed, baby, the W's, we were making it through the alphabet that year, and we got pretty far, and, uh, we got all baked out and was headed to the Taco Bell like everybody was. The whole fucking town was over there. Probably had 200 people at that bitch. And I pulled up and got out the van, and my damn step-parents were right there, bruh. Damn, dude. And I couldn't even barely see out of my eyes. I was just so just cooked out, bro. I mean just like the devil had just been damn grilling burgers up in my fucking sight balls, baby. I was just gassed up. And I don't know what I dude, I don't know what I said to them. But it wasn't it wasn't probably very good. But let's hear more, brother onward. Shout out.
2: Uh listen to the Riffraff episode. Just now I heard you mention Tiffany Lane's where you got that first little bit of pussy heat on you.
0: Yeah, brother. I lost my virginity over there behind Tiffany Lane's over there on Highway 190. Beautiful little establishment. If you like bowling or if you like eating bad popcorn and uh, seeing people be depressed about their families and loved ones. Onward. Oh, and the carpet was always wet in that bitch, bruh. Dude, I, every fucking step was damp up in there. Just like the damn carpet just had, you know... Like, it. I I mean, just like it had, dang... I don't know what was in it. I think they didn't have any sub-flooring. They might not have had any flooring. It might have been carpet straight on damn Swampland, bro. Because, well, I mean, shit. It, it was damp. Tiffany Lane's is now closed down, so made me
2: a little sad to hear that great memory, but I know exactly the place you're talking about. And unfortunately, with the pandemic, they closed it down. So,
0: anyway, love the show. Thank you, brother. Thanks for that update. Dang. You know, things change, and I I have a tough time dealing with that. I can't believe they closed it down. We need to go put a cross-up or something behind there where I caught that 1st seven ten split, baby, where I picked up that spare, baby. You know what I'm talking about. Getting cooter, baby. You heard me. But thank you, brother. Thanks for sharing that. That is, (sighs) everything changes, bro. Everything turns into a fucking lens crafters or something, you know? Shit just hurts a little. Or a damn QS diagnostics. Dang it. What else? I know we're kind of call heavy here, but uh, I, I want to hear what's going on with you. Um, what else can we get into? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if this is call heavy. I'm not sorry about it. Um, but yeah, it's just been a few weeks since we've had a solo episode, you know, and um, some of that's been because I'm just so you know, since I, I hadn't really been feeling like myself, you guys know that, and um, the hard part sometimes with podcasting is putting yourself out there when you don't feel great. You know, you want to put at least the most, um, not the most comfortable you out there, but you want to at least be able to, you know, get through the episodes without feeling a lot of stress and you know, for a long time that was hard for me. I mean, for two years it was tough, and I'm not I'm not crying about it. Um, but I've been feeling better. But i was just trying to, you know, just trying to take it easy and um, and yeah, and I, and, I, and I miss the solo episodes because I miss. I feel like this is where I get to connect with people and hear what's going on. Um, so maybe we're a little call heavy today, and. Uh, That's just how we're going to be. I'm excited. I'm going down to Austin uh, for the coming week. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, What else is going on in my life? My sister, we just got her into a new house. And, um, you know, that makes me so happy. You know, she has two little girls and just to know that, you know, they'd had a tree fell in her trailer and that bitch has been in there for eight months. And not not my sister, that tree. I mean, they're both bitches, but you know, they're but and they were both in there. Uh but uh just knowing that her and her girls have a roof over their head, you know, and a washer dryer and just you know, man. That makes me feel good. Um My brother moved out to utah recently and so i've been thinking a lot about him and what his life is like and you know just what it's like to be in a new place and the challenges he probably feels and stuff like that um you know we had another family member we tried an intervention on recently and uh and that was just our choice and so I've been thinking a lot about them and um, um, what else has been happening with me? Uh, oh, um, I'm going to do a, a friend of mine asked me to be in his movie, so I'm going to do that next month. It's about uh, a sober living and it should be exciting. Um, so it's not a huge time commitment. And it's like a new thing. I didn't want to do it, uh, but I'm trying to do contrary actions and do things I don't want to do. Because sometimes I get so set in my comfort zone, like, oh, I, I'm, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and and my life just going a certain way. And and I want my life to be different, but I keep doing the same things. And so I'm like, if I want to have different feelings and stuff and different experiences, I have to do them. Um, And sometimes I don't like doing new stuff. I don't really want to try it. You know, sometimes that stuff scares me. You know, I like to be in control. I like to know the outcome of things. I, I like to... You know, somebody will invite me to a movie, and they'll text me. Want to go see me? I'm like, what's it? What's it gonna be like? I'll text stuff back like that. What's it? What the fuck is it gonna be like? Be like a fucking movie, you know? And I'm like, well, who? who who's, who's gonna be there? And they're like, well, who the? It's fucking dark. It's dark in there, and people's fucking hiding and eating damn jujubies, dog. Who gives a shit? You know? But it's like I want to know everything. I find that a lot for myself. I've always I want to know how everything's gonna go. So I can be okay. Cause if I know how everything's, you know, there's not gonna be any real surprise. Then I can do, you know, I'm in control. It gives me some sense of control. But what it takes away from me, it takes possibility. And you can't really have a lot of fun if you don't have a lot of possibility. You know, that's where fun happens. That's where something new happens. It's, you know. And I think I used to be more relaxed and more open about that. But when my life got real busy, I got real scared. You know, and and I just I was like I just I don't know. I got real scared and I didn't know how to con and the only thing I knew how to do was I just I need to but tighten down on control. I gotta control everything. Um anyway, I don't even know what I was talking about, but yeah, that's just been what's been going on with me. So I've been trying to be braver and try new things. Um and do things that could be different. And the funny thing is, once I even agreed to do my buddy's project, uh, I felt suddenly more excited. Um, it started to turn and fear from fear, and like, oh, what's it going to be like? And to like hopefulness, like, oh, this could be fun. I'm going to get to meet some new folks. I'm going to get to be around some fun people. Bobby Lee's going to be on there, so I'm going to get to be around him. You know, it's like things like that um what else oh i've been writing a movie script me and david spade wrote a movie script together so that's probably a dream come true even if it never even gets made man we we worked hard you know we worked hard and my buddy adam e get on there helping out and and we worked really hard and this you know I don't know. That's so uh that's just stuff that's been going on with me, I guess. I'm not trying to brag, but I'm I'm trying to share things that are making me uh feel excited. And um, yeah, that's what's going on. Let's get into another call here. This was a video call, too. We get to see this person, this would be neat.
2: Theo what it do bro my name is Kate I'm from Louisiana I've always appreciated the homage that you give to the place that you came from the homage that you always give to Louisiana I think it's really important that we remember where we come from so we know where we're going that's something that was instilled in me as a young kid and I carry it to this day and I'll hand it down to those who come after me someday um
0: amen yeah thank you for calling you sound like you got a little bit of that Ville plaid in you baby Stuck in your throat there, Donald. You got a little bit of bo- 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 boo your bass in you, you know? You got that lot over there in your windpipe, baby. You know what I'm talking about. You sound like you're from the Lafayette area. I'm guessing, boo. Onward.
2: And in that same vein, my question to you, Theo, is do you feel a connection to your ancestors? And if you do, how does that connection show for you in your life? How, how... How do your ancestors manifest in you, Theo Vaughn, in the year twenty
0: twenty two? Um Well, that's really uh that's that's interesting. Um you know you know, my father pat my father was a dang ancestor. I mean, he was born in nineteen ten and you know, he passed away when I was sixteen and Um, and my folks separated when I was seven. And so sometimes I still feel my father around. Sometimes I'll, I'll feel my heartbeat. And sometimes I'll even put those, those ear listeners on. I got a stethoscope. I think it's called. I don't know what it is from a doctor's office. And I'll listen to my heart and, uh, because it's really, that's my father's beat. That's my grandfather's beat. Like, like, a heartbeat is like, you know, your parents made made that. It's from their heartbeats, made your heartbeat. So it's really crazy that, like, this sound of this heartbeat started way back when, and it's it's still, you know, it's in me. This is, This isn't my sound. It's my heart. But this was created long. This sound has kept going. It's been remixed by people doing sex and making a new person. But this heartbeat, this is, I mean, this is my fucking, you know, this is the same fucking beat that went through my father and my grandfather and on up. I had a tough time with my own family growing up. And we were not very close. And there wasn't a ton of education about the grandparents and the family history. There wasn't a ton of it. Um, and I think that some of that, uh, you know, I always wanted to be different. I I wanted to do my own thing. Um, so I think as I get over more of that, like, resentment um i notice my own family connections growing stronger these days um that i i hope to have a a greater knowledge of and not only a knowledge of but a care for and a care to explore where i'm from and what's inside of me what i'm made up of um But yeah, I think there's sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll see a little rabbit go by or something and I'll feel a little that Native American kind of tangle in me, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel a connection to Louisiana. I feel a connection to Covington where I'm from and that just the, you know, I, I realize that I love to tell the stories about my youth and and stories are important because that's how we learn a lot of things. Um, you know, that's how you inst- instill a lot of like, uh, the past into people. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't, I feel a connection, but I, I would like to have more, you know, I would like to have more. Um, but for now, I think I'm just working on the gratitude that I didn't get here alone, you know, that I didn't do or create me by myself. Um, you know, I think I've had resentments in some of that space, and so I gotta uh, I'm still working through some of that stuff. and um, and that's okay, you know, But I think that's an interesting question. And I think it's important. You know, I think it is really important uh, because if you tell your kid who his grandfather is, and you introduce this is who he is and this is what he did and this is who your great-grandfather was and this is your great-grandmother and this is what she did, you know, that's because then they have a history, they have a meaning, there's a purpose. Oh, I'm a part of a chain, I'm part of a th- something, you know. I think that that stuff used to be huge, probably like in a lot of native uh, cultures and in other societies, it might be really big and in some other families in our family. It was not there was not a lot of uh, sharing stories of uh, the past, you know, um, and I think my father had some. I mean, he grew up in a village. You know, he said that there were people eating dirt in his village that people starved and um, but I, I, we were kind of ships passing in the night in our ages and our ability to connect. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's a really interesting question, though. But I do think it's important because then a kid doesn't feel like he's just here. You know, if he knows where he's from, if he knows his lineage, if he knows who was before him and what they believed and what they were. Um, I think that's really valuable stuff. Uh, I don't have a lot of that stuff in me. Um, but I hope to gain more and I hope to, if I have a family of my own, uh, to have more information to pass on, you know, I think I really hope that. So thank you for that call. All right. Uh, I want to, um, yeah. Yeah. I want to thank you guys we got one more call in to hit but uh I want to just want to thank you guys just for uh for tuning in and for being a part of my life and um and let me be a part of your lives you know um that's cool I think it's cool and uh and yeah I just want to let you know that that uh yeah it means something to me and you know one thing that I have that I think about a lot is that this that this show and this group is important to me and um yeah I just uh I don't know I want to be able to make the most out of it and um that's always a goal of mine and that's something that even comes back to me more uh the better I feel you know it's like man if I'm feeling good then I can really be a part of this and uh that's nice man so that's been a real blessing um let's check this one more we have one more little uh dealie came in from a young lady right here
2: so i can't help but die laughing every time he busts out with the i'm upstairs i'm
0: upstairs you know that boo boo
2: i grew up in a two-story house and that was a totally valid excuse to not have to do something you just yell i'm upstairs so I started telling my seven-year-old this, we don't have any stairs in our house, but every time he wants me to do something and I don't feel like doing it for him, I started yelling, I'm upstairs. <laughs> Damn. So now this is what we do. Hey, Jacoby. What? Can you bring me my water bottle? No, I'm upstairs. <laughs> Jacoby, please <laughs> bring me my water bottle.
0: I'm upstairs. Yeah, baby. Yeah, you are Jacoby. Dang, huh? Jacoby. And you know, boo, boo got with a freaking, She got with a brother, baby. If you got a Jacoby running around, that's beautiful. Boo gang. I love it. I'm upstairs. Best excuse in the book. No stairs. Basement only. No problem. I'm upstairs. I love it. Thank you for that. Thank you for that call. And uh, I hope Jacoby's doing well. You give him a hug from us. And look, that's where I'm going to try to stay. I'm going to try to stay upstairs, man. That's all we're doing here. We're just trying to stay upstairs, aren't we? I, f- I think that's it. You know, things are going to get risky. You know, things are get- just trying to stay above it, you know, or beside it, or just, you know, just trying not to get stuck in the sludge and try to take care of ourselves. And take care of one another, too. I think that's good. Um, But you guys be good to yourselves out there, huh? I know you can. I know it's not easy. Uh, But, yeah, take care of yourself. It's important, you know, that we've created this society that there feels like so much pressure. You know, it feels like we don't even exist sometimes anymore. Um... But I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if that's real or if that's just a side effect of something we've created um I think the truth is uh that we are important and that we do matter and that there is purpose to us. I think we just got to refine our footing a little um. You know, and I don't know exactly how we do that, but I know that we can. And I know that we will. And in the meantime, just take it easy, you know, and be good to yourself. I know you can. And if you need me, I'll be upstairs. And if you're not up there, then Come Up. Jacoby, get my water bottle.
1: I'm on a come up. Yeah. yeah. Feels real good I know I've been so blue. Mm-hmm. He's on a come up. I'm on a come up. You want to come And it's plain to see between you and me we got so much love and chemistry it's going to come
0: up Y'all be good baby
1: I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Aye, hey, sweetheart. Here's the deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Charmaine.
0: Oh, hi! I'll take a quarter pounder
1: with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry,
0: sir, but our ice cream machine is
1: broken. Oh, <laughs> no!